Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, the podcast that talks Atlanta Hawks basketball 365 days out the, well, not 365 days, (laughs) all all season and off season. I'll just say that, right? (laughs) What's up, folks? Welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. However you have tuned in, we appreciate the fact that you've taken some time out of your busy schedule to hear us talk some Atlanta Hawks basketball, man. I am your host, Edub. Welcome into the show. And uh, we're talking about a matchup against the Brooklyn Nets tonight, man. But first, before we get into that, we're going to talk about uh, the game. We're going to look at some of the numbers. We're going to break down the game flow. All that jazz is coming up very soon. But we have a a, a little bit of an announcement to make. So uh, just bear with me for a brief moment. We're going to get into the game. We're going to talk about it. We're going to analyze it, right? But first things first. I have to make an announcement. First, my sinuses are much better, so I apologize. Those last two episodes where I was sounding real nasally, that's my bad. That's on me. I tried to fight through it. I appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, (laughs) But secondly, listen, the Hawks Beat Podcast has agreed 
to become a part of the Minute Media Podcast Network. Yes, uh, hold the applause, hold the applause. Um, we're, we, we are very excited to partner with the Minute Media Podcast Network. We are going to join uh, their network of over, uh, shoot, I think they got over like 100 podcasts spread out over like 300 plus blogs. And uh, we're just super excited about this opportunity. So if you don't know anything about Minute Media, Minute Media owns the Players' Tribune. They own the Big Lead. They own Fan Sided, uh, a website called 90 Minute, Mental Floss, and Double Tap. Six very huge global sports and entertainment brands. And we are just super excited to be a part of uh, this network, man, listen, it, this is big for us. And so we're super excited. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I had to acknowledge it and, uh, just say how excited I am to be part of this podcast network. Um, opening up us to a bigger audience is, is something we've always worked for, uh, something we've always grinded for. And, uh, we're just excited about the opportunity. So, uh, let me just take just one a quick moment just to tell you a little bit about the Hawks Beat Podcast. Be if this is your first time listening to the show. So I'm I'm the host E Dub. I'm kind of the brains behind the operation, right? I am a credentialed NBA media member, which means uh, I'm not just talking about this from afar. I'm actually going to games with <laughs> with a press pass and and working these games. This is year eight of me covering the Hawks, and this is year four of our actual podcast. So um, I want the Hawks to win each and every basketball game. Let me say this. I want the Hawks to win each and every basketball game. However, I lack the fan involvement like some of you guys who are passionate fans. Uh, I try to be objective. I try to be fair. Uh, but at the end of the day, I want the Hawks to win. But I, I don't ride as hard as some of you guys do. <laughs> that may be a, that may be my bad or whatever the case may be. But uh, I think that you'll find listening to my podcast that I'm fair, that I'm honest. And listen, we're not going to agree on everything. You know what? And that's okay. <laughs> like, that's okay. We're not going to agree on everything. But you give me your opinion. I'm going to give you my opinion. We're going to shake hands, and, and it's going to be all love, right? So here's what I'm asking for you. If this, if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to the Hawks Beat podcast, uh, give us a chance. Give us about three episodes to, to earn your business, to, to earn your listenership. Uh, I want you to be a part of the show. I, I, I'm I'm very fan interactive. I love to interact with the people that listen to my show. And uh, I'm just very appreciative that you're even taking time to listen. So uh, we're looking forward to this new journey. And uh, we're going to get down with the get down, man. We're going to get down with the get down. So listen, um, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us on our social media platform. So if you're on Twitter, you can connect with us at HawksBeat. That's all one word. HawksBeat is one word. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow and you'll see what we got going on. So we typically, uh, we try to live tweet every game that we're at or every Hawks game. We just, you know, we add our commentary during the games and whatnot. So um, we, our, our Twitter and Instagram accounts are very active. 
very active. We're also on Facebook as well. For the Facebookers, I know <laughs> some folks, I'm not getting on the Twitter. So uh, if you're on Facebook, make sure you, you just search the Hawks Beat. You'll find our page there. And uh, we, we tweet out our information there as well. So our, our website is thehawksbeat.com. Yes, don't forget the the. T-H-E, thehawksbeat.com, and that is kind of our hub where you can find everything that we have going on there. And last but definitely not least, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and uh, everything. I mean, every time we we put out a podcast, um, you can be uh, kept uh, abreast of when the podcast drops. So definitely want to do that. We try to, if you're new here, we try to podcast after every game. Sometimes we we switch things around a little bit if they're on the West Coast, because listen, I'm not trying to do no podcast at 03 in the morning, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're we're kind of a, a post game podcast. We we we, we pod uh, during the summer. Um, we do draft stuff. We do summer league stuff. Anything related to the Hawks, we try to podcast on it. So. Um, that's pretty much some of the housekeeping. We're going to get into this game, but before we do, we're going to take a quick little break. want to get one of our sponsors in here. But on the other side, we're going to talk about what exactly happened when Brooklyn came to town. Yes, Brooklyn is in the house. Brooklyn is in the house. We all know. Yada, yada, yada. But more fourth quarter woes for the Hawks. We're going to talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Hawks Week Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. Stay tuned. This segment is brought to you by... Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now, and I'm here to tell you, listen, it's not too late to get that below the belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean so head over to manscaped.com use our promo code hawksbeat for 20 percent off your entire order and free shipping once again that promo code is hawksbeat for 20 percent off and free shipping she'll be glad you did all right folks we are back welcome back to the hawksbeat podcast i'm your host edub talking about a hawks loss to the Brooklyn Nets. Listen, the Hawks lost 113 to 105. Um, Hawks dropped to 13 and 13, right at 500, and the Nets moved to 18 and 8. So from the outset, um, listen, people can say what they want to say about James Harden, Kevin Durant, and you know Kyrie Irving. You know that whole thing. Uh, a lot of people have been saying, you know, James Harden's lost a step or whatever the case may be. The fact is this. This is still the number one team in the East. However you want, like, however you want to spin it, they're still the number one team in the East. The frustrating thing, if you're a Hawks fan, is the Hawks always pre- play Brooklyn tough. They always play them tough for about three quarters. And then it just goes to hell. Like, I mean... Like, we could do a full podcast on the Hawks' fourth quarter woes. And, uh, listen, there's something there, guys. And, and and I wish I had the answers, but I don't. Like, it's just something about that fourth quarter that's just different. Like, we could, 
we we can talk about this game flow really quick because it really the the difference in the game came down to the fourth quarter. Brooklyn scored 24, the Hawks scored 14. The first three quarters, it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. Um, the Hawks did a lot of little things better than the Nets, getting to the line, rebounding, um, shooting the three ball. They did a lot of things better from the Nets except for, for just shooting. Like the Nets were just they, – they kept themselves in this game by just making shots. Uh, they had guys come in and give them good energy. Bruce Brown, rookie Cam Thomas, came in and gave them a spark, uh, 11 points off the bench. And uh, listen, it, it was it's, – it's got to be frustrating for Hawks fans because this was one that they could have had. Like, this was one that they really could have had, you know. But it just wasn't the case. From the outset, I thought the Hawks came out with really good energy, like really good energy. I mean, shoot, and why not? They've been off for the for the last three days, right? But that first quarter, you're coming out. Um, Kevin Herter's looking really good. Trey's looking good. I mean, Trey's getting the ball moved around. Six points, four assists in that first quarter. And everybody's rolling, man. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to be in this for a while. And I, and I tweeted this in the first quarter. Go back and check the tweets. If you're, if you're on Twitter, go ahead and hit that follow. <laughs> at Hawks beat, I said, "Listen, this game is, is is going back and forth, and it's probably going to come back. It's it's probably going to come down to fourth quarter execution." I said that in the first quarter, and by golly, if that tweet didn't age well, <laughs> that thing aged extremely well. Is what I mean. It aged well because it came down exactly to that fourth quarter. Um, one note for the Hawks uh, tonight was the return of Cam Reddish. It was good seeing Cam out there. Um, struggled a little bit offensively. Defensively, I thought he competed. Um, he really just didn't make shots tonight. I thought the shots that Cam took were really good. Um, he was in rhythm. He was open. And those are the shots you got to take. Uh, unfortunately, when you've been out for a while, it's hard to come in and just make those shots. Um, you get paid to make those shots. You're supposed to make those shots, but uh, tonight he didn't make those shots, you know. But uh, I thought he competed defensively. Games he gave James Harden kind of fits on on, on several different instances. Um, he, he is he is. Uh, I think he relishes going up against guys like KD. You know, um, he's kind of built kind of in that same mold. Long, lanky. Uh, he's very physical. And uh, it, it was just good to see Cam back. You know, he didn't have the best night, but it was good to see Cam back in the building, back uh, playing basketball again. But second quarter, I thought, was much like the first quarter. You know, um, Hawks managed to keep a three-point lead. Uh, they outscored the Nets 26, I mean 29-26. to 26. Um, Kevin Herter shooting the ball pretty decent. Trey goes for eight in that quarter. And it was just a lot of back and forth. And listen, it was a lot of back and forth all three quarters. So um, you go into, let me see, let me pull up my box score. Yeah, you go into the box score, I mean, in the halftime, you're up by three, right? And so you got to feel pretty good about yourself. But I mean, here's the thing. Brooklyn has to feel pretty good about themselves, right? Because you're on the road. They figure if they can keep it close, if they can keep it close, then fourth quarter, fourth quarter rolls around. You do, you got your two dogs. You got your two dogs. 
James Harden and Kevin Durant. And um, that's that's kind of hap- what happened, right? Uh, let me pause just a brief moment. Just pause just a brief moment to talk about some former Hawks. <laughs> so two former Hawks were in the building tonight. One, Mr. Uh, DeAndre Bimry. And one, Mr. Paul Millsap, the anchor man. You know, both guys had uh, some good times with the Atlanta Hawks. But now they play with the Brooklyn Nets. And I will say this. I think DeAndre, DeAndre looks good. He's looked good for Brooklyn tonight. I mean, not tonight, but, like, overall, like, in the totality of things. He's looked good. He's stayed healthy the past few seasons. Um, I think Brooklyn is a good fit for him. Paul Millsap, listen. Paul had some good times in Atlanta. He had some good times in Denver. But it might be time to it might be time to hang it up, brother. It might be time to hang it up. Paul looked washed, man. Oh my gosh. And it ain't no shade of him looking washed. You know what I'm saying? But he looked washed, man. Like, you know, he's he's starting to get that old man look to him, you know? But listen, if someone's gonna pay him a check, I guess he's gonna be out there. But no you know, no disrespect to them brothers, man. Shout out to DeAndre. Shout out to Paul. I used to love talking to DeAndre in the locker room because um, when I when we were allowed in the locker room, um, everybody would always go to Trey and to John and you know the big you know Vince and all those guys. I would go to DeAndre. Like you know, there I didn't have them to compete with nobody. DeAndre would talk. You know him and Malcolm Delaney. Good times, man. So. Uh, Enough of me reminiscing. Enough of me reminiscing. Uh, let's get back into this game. So let's get into this fourth quarter, all right? So the first three quarters were very identical. You're going into the fourth quarter, and you are up by two. But um, Trey and John play like nine and a half minutes in that third quarter. So you got to give them a blow. You got to give them a blow. You can't just have them out there and expect them to play the full fourth quarter. Like, that's just, that would be silly. That would be silly. And so you need you need your bench. But the bench came out there, and it just wasn't, and Nate figured, like, listen, it just wasn't working. It's not working tonight, guys. DeLon, Lou, um, Cam, that unit. I, I, I think Clint was in that unit. I'm not sure. I think they may have had Clint with them. But that unit wasn't good. It wasn't good. And Nate normally waits till about maybe seven or six to put Trey and John back in. He put them back in at nine. And he put them back in about nine and a half minutes. And I saw uh, somebody say that Nate put them in two minutes too late. Listen, you put them in at the 11-minute mark in the fourth quarter, then they're going to be gassed, and they're not going to have any energy to close out the game. Like, I thought nine minutes was fine. That They came back, and I, I think that when Trey came back, when they came back, because Trey and John came back together, um, let me look at my notes. They were they were down by two. They were down by two. And Nate was like, look, let me get those guys in there before things go left. But... <clears throat> Unfortunately for the Hawks, man, they just couldn't find that synergy in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I can't really say anybody was really outstanding in that fourth quarter. I thought everybody was very lackluster, to be to be completely honest. Um, 
there were some opportunities, some plays to be made, and they just weren't made. Like Brooklyn, at every turn, Brooklyn made the better play. You know, it was so many different things. Hawks go, I think, six and a half minutes, and they score like four points. Like you can't do that against Brooklyn. You just simply cannot do that against the Brooklyn Nets, man. They're they're too good of a team, and you have two of the best players uh, in NBA history on the other side, and you can't give them boys more chances, man. Can't give them more chances. You look at the box score at the end of the game, listen, five turnovers in the fourth quarter to one, you can't do it. You can't do it. I guess if you're looking at for, like, silver linings, <laughs> one thing would be this, that Trey, after the game, was like, listen, I, I can't turn the ball over that much. Like, he ate everything. Like, he was like, I got to make better shots. I got to make more shots in the fourth. And here's the thing. I don't, I'm not sure if that's the answer. I'm not sure if Trey making shots is just the answer and the Hawks living and dying on whether he makes shots in the fourth quarter. So let me pose this to you. Could it be that maybe what the Hawks need is more synergy in the fourth quarter as far as spreading the ball out, getting other people's shots involved, or, dare I say, maybe a bona fide number two score? I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. Don't get mad. I'm just throwing things out there. I'm not saying that, that the Hawks need to trade for anybody or whatever the case may be. But things run a little bit different when you have two guys out there that say, hey, look, I'm going to make plays and this is what we're going to do. You know, it's a whole lot different when you got Harden and and KD out there or like, you know, for for, um, you know, Braun and AD when they were doing their thing. And I've said this several times, like maybe the Hawks need a number two. Maybe it's too much for Trey at times, you know. Yes, there's going to be times where he's going to be special. There's going to be times where he's special. And it's like, oh, man, like, yeah, it was good. because It was good that the Hawks had number 11 tonight. But sometimes it's like, oh, what happened to the – like, maybe, maybe they need another guy, right? That's just for thought. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think about that. Hit me up on on Twitter at Hawksbeat. Let me know if you think there's any any value to maybe the Hawks need a number two, uh, and maybe that will help with some of these uh, fourth quarter lapses. Also, the fourth quarter they seem to play a little bit tighter now. They weren't like that toward the end of the season last year. Um, but they seem to play a little tighter. It's like Kevin Herter, he starts the game on fire, and he just kind of just flames out, you know. Where are his shots? I saw them go to John Collins once in the fourth. Uh, he had a nice post up against James Harden. He missed it. But I didn't see him take any more shots in the fourth quarter. Like, I mean, uh, let me check the stat sheet. Let me, he may have taken more shots in the fourth quarter, but I just didn't see it. Let's see. John Collins, uh, fourth quarter, he was two for four. So, you know, I guess I'm okay with that. I mean, I would like to see him maybe take a little bit more. Kevin Herter didn't shoot at all in the fourth quarter. And listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this. If you're new to the podcast, huge Kevin Herter fan. I love seeing Kevin Herter shoot the ball. You hear me? Even when he's missing, I love seeing Kevin Herter shoot the ball. So more touches for John. Let Sean, let Kevin Herter get some of them touches. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I, I listen. I don't have the answers to these fourth quarter problems, but I know what you can't do. You can't turn the ball over. You can't shoot six for 22. 
and one for eight and expect to win a ball game against Brooklyn. It's just not going to happen, man. It's not going to happen. Also, um, TLC, um, I jumped into spaces tonight. <laughs> this is shout out to Hawks fans TV, man. They do a great job, man. They, I, I really enjoy listening to what the fans have to say. And I'm going to tell you all this, man. Like, y'all got to be easy on TLC, man. Like, y'all got to be easy on that dude, man. They was flaming him tonight, man. They was flaming him, and they was flaming Cam and, and Coach. Like, they, they was getting on everybody. I didn't say nothing. But I was like, look, man, like, what, what wasn't it just last game when we everyone was singing TLC's praises when he had a good game? Can't do that, man. Like you can't you can't size up a man just based on one game, you know. Is he a starting NBA player in this league? And not say fringe starter. Like I don't think he's like bad. I think he's a very valuable player. He's a role player, but you know I think he's he's got value. And you know you could do worse, you know. But you, that's what you have, you know. A lot of people are, are banging to see the rookie. That's another conversation for another podcast. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, he didn't have a good night tonight, obviously. You know, having to stick KD and try to find some offense, pretty daunting for the young man. So, you know, uh, I guess you just got to go drop back to the drawing board. Hawks lose 113-105 um, to again. 13-13 uh, 13 and 13 is what the record is on the season. Going to take another quick break. On the other side, we're going to hear some post-game sound. We got some sound from Nate, from Trey, from Kevin. And uh, I'll dig up and queue up some of that for you guys and let you guys hear what they have to say. I'm going to do get some fan feedback. Then we'll put this show in a pretty little bow and wrap it out and send it out to the masses. You listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, third and a final segment here in the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub, talking about a Hawks loss to the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to hear a little bit of sound from um, Coach McMillan, uh, from Trey, and I think I got some Kevin Herter sound. So let me go ahead and cue that up and uh, so we can hear exactly what they had to say after tonight's game. Hey, Nate. Um, 14 points in the fourth quarter. Just what did you see in the final period in terms of execution? They're switching uh, defense uh, gave us problems. Uh, they basically, uh, that's what they do. They're one of the top defensive teams. They force you into an isolation game. And uh, we knew that, you know, uh, I thought we were uh, doing a good job the first three quarters of uh, attacking their switches. Um, uh, but the fourth quarter, uh, we just started to stand. You know, we started, I thought we settled, uh, you know, uh, in that fourth quarter, really the second half. Uh, against their switches, you know, that's something that uh, we, we have to do a better job playing against. We're going to see that the better teams can switch one through five and force you into uh, isolation basketball. What you have to do in that situation is see where your mismatch is at, get the ball, 
uh, to that player, whether it's in the post or on the perimeter. And then you got to win your matchup. Last game when the Hawks beat the Timberwolves, I wrote in my notes twice. I said the Hawks had great ball energy. Like when the when they're moving the ball, when that ball is flying around and they're trying to find the open man, that ball has energy with it. And uh, he said the Nets, he's like, they, they put us in a, in a situation where we played a lot of iso ball. And for the Hawks, that's not conducive to winning basketball in the fourth quarter. That's just not. I mean, every now and again, you'll get one with Trey, you know. But if you want to be consistently uh, a good team, um, you got to move the ball, man. Got to move the ball. Can't have turnovers. And uh, you can't play into the other team's hands. We also have some sound from Trey. Um, so let's hear a little bit about what he had to say after tonight's game. Um, I mean, from looks of we both played good defense. They played better defense in the fourth, and I got to do a better job of um, making some shots, shots for us in the fourth. I had a couple uh, out of floater that fell out, a couple layups that got blocked. Got to, I just got to be better as far as um, just making some more shots in the fourth, and I just think we'll we'll, we'll be better. The Nets had twenty three points on fifteen turnovers. Just how much of a factor do you think that was in in their win tonight? Uh, that's a big factor. Uh, that's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of points. Um, uh, we we gave a fourteen total. I had half of them. I got to do better at taking care of the ball. Um, I'll be better at, at, at doing that. I had a, trying to force some passes and in, in tight creases. I could have been smarter about, and I'll, I'll be better at. It and um, I won't have that many many turnovers. One thing I've always liked about Trey is that he owns it, man. Like, he owns it. Like, he'll be the first to tell you, like, I didn't play well. Like, you know, I, I had too many turnovers. I took some shots that did, that didn't fall. He owns it, and I appreciate that from him. So, um, yeah, turnovers was, was was bad. It was a problem in the fourth quarter. Not making shots was bad in the fourth quarter as well. So, um, kind of a consistent theme here. Kind of a consistent theme. Uh, again, if, if you are on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. One of the things that I do after each game is I tweet out and I say, what are your thoughts, your takeaways from uh, tonight's game? Because I love getting the fan response. I love getting your responses. And uh, so let's go to some of the responses tonight, see what you guys had to say about tonight's game. Let me pull up my Twitter and see. Uh, what you guys were talking about tonight? Let's see. Let's see. Um, one of our guys, Whisper2000, he says, Why does this Hawks team continue to go away from what works for them? Kevin stopped shooting. They stopped the pick and roll. This is exhausting. I wrote, jo- I wrote Josh back. I was like, listen, I don't know. Like, I, I wish I knew. And uh, I've said this over and over again. I feel Kevin kind of flames out when he plays a lot of times. He'll start hot, and then fourth quarter, you, we don't see from him. Same with John Collins. Like, what, where, where, where are the John Collins touches? Um, yeah, my sentiments exactly, man. My sentiments exactly. Um, DJ, I am DJ Yogi on Twitter says, again, they need another guy from the wing spot to show up consistently. Man, this is annoying because I can see the potential. Yeah, uh, because Brooklyn, again, they're the number one team in the East right now, you know. So give them their respect. But uh, you play this team hard. You play this team hard. And listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not the guy that always say, well, if we get this guy back, you get this guy back. Then No, no, you're probably never going to be 100% in this league. 
right? You're probably never going to be 100% in this league. And it's just time that you just, you just, that's, that's the normal now. You know, you're not going to have all your guys. You're not. So you got to find ways to win without them. You're going to have to find ways to, I, I don't know what that is, but, you know, injuries are, are all over this league. All over this league. So, hey, you got to find a way to get around it. Um, let's see. ATL Ramasaki says, tough to choose tonight, but Kayvon was good. Talking about player of the game. Uh, let's see. ATL Storyteller on Twitter says, actually, we need a little defense from all the players on the floor. Thank you, ma'am, for checking in with us. Let me read one more. Let me read one more. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um... Brad Harden, my guy Brad Jarrett, 67 on Twitter, says, Bench was starting to get stagnant. KD came back in. They had to, unfortunately, be back on the floor. Really missing Hunter and the Kongu as bodies to switch into KD. He, of course, was talking about uh, having the guys come back in uh, at about the nine-minute mark. I had asked, uh, did Nate bring them back too soon? What were your thoughts on that? He was like, yo, KD was back in there, so they definitely had to get up. <laughs> they had to get back in there. They had to get back in there, man, because it was about to get ugly. But um, going forward, let's take a look at the Hawks' schedule going forward. Uh, on Monday, they have the Rockets here at home. And on Wednesday, let me see. No, not Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, they go to Orlando to take on the Magic. Friday, they are back home against the Denver Nuggets. So uh, those are the next three games up for the Hawks. And so um, as we, 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 we wind this thing down, let's take another quick look at the standings in the NBA. Again, Hawks are 13-13 and 13, right at that 500 mark. Right now, 13 and 13 is good enough for ninth in the West. I mean, not the West, <laughs> in the East. I'm sorry, it's getting late. Um, so, yeah, so Boston is 13 and 13. Atlanta is 13 and 13. Charlotte is 15 and 13. They're, they would be the eighth seed. Philly would be the seventh seed. That would be your play in. Philly and Boston and Charlotte and Atlanta. Your top seeds are Brooklyn, Chicago, Milwaukee, Miami, Washington, and Cleveland. Holding down the sixth seed. Listen, uh, there's still a lot of basketball to be played. Still a lot of basketball to be played. But, again, thank you guys for checking out our podcast. Make sure uh, you subscribe to the pod. If you got time, swing by, give us a five-star rating. Let us know what you love about the show. How can we get improved the show? We appreciate your time. We appreciate you listening. Give us a chance. Give us a chance to earn your business. And like we say at the end of every podcast, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.